Welcome to the Accidental Fatherhood Podcast with James and Ash. We started this podcast because there isn't a lot of support out there for us guys. We're going through a pretty tough time right now. Yeah. Yeah. Accidents, not mistakes. Unplanned pregnancies and new relationships and what is going on with our lives. So we're trying to bring a little bit of support through some awesome special guests and it's a place to commiserate together. (laughs) (laughs) And we are rolling. Welcome everyone to the Accidental Fatherhood Podcast with James and Ash. And it is just James and Ash today. Hi, James. G'day, Ash. What's going on? Sounds so professional. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Yeah, you mentioned a shot. Should we do a shot? I don't think we have any alcohol. Coffee? Shot. Coffee. <laughs> a coffee shot. We're both feeling a little bit down today, but actually. Both happy. I'm happy. You yeah, happy? Yeah, I'm very happy. Just diet. Just been a big week. This big week. week. How's everyone else going? Not going to hear anything back, but. Crickets. <laughs> yeah. It's been, a, it's been an interesting week. I had a 29-week scan or obstetrician appointment yep. with Alex. Mm-hmm. And she didn't drop the he pronoun like she did last time. So we potentially don't know what sex the baby is still. Is that the 3D one? 3D one. It is. Mm. She goes, don't look. And I'm like, I was speaking to Alex afterwards. If they say don't look. You're looking. Well, I definitely looked. But I'm saying. Is there a penis? I'm only, will you see something not there? Or is it, you're obviously going to see something there. So when they say don't look, is it like. You're going to see the willy. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I why, why would you say that if – because I feel like all you can see is a willy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they say don't look, is it like because you're going to see a willy? Mm. That's, that's what I was thinking when I was coming out of there. So plus, you're going to have a boy. Plus she said she used the he pronoun last time we went there. I'm like, man, so. pretty sure I've got a really gut feeling it's going to be a little boy, which I'm, I am stoked about. Mm. I am stoked about I, to be honest, I don't mind if it's a boy or a girl. Everybody says that. Everybody but really, says that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You want a boy. Males want boys. Females want girls. I don't know. I'm kind of- Predominantly. I'd like to have a, a little daughter. I what was of. your premonition that you had? Was it a girl? It was a, little, it was a girl. Yeah, it was it a was daughter. It was a girl. Yeah, premonition. It was my psychedelic um, vision that I had. Well, hey, it could be trans. <laughs> it's a it's a he. <laughs> he, he, could, he, he, he her. Or he, was it what is it? She him. They 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 could I'd, Well, we're calling it they at the moment because we have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, right? Yeah, they or it. It's better than it. They is better than it. A hundred percent. Them as a twin though, you'd be like, Oh, they're they're in there. You'd be <laughs> everybody like you got two kids, you're having twins. Them. And you'd be like, fuck, no, it's just one. We just don't know what sex it is. I know. It gets really confusing, those pronouns. It does. Still not 100% sure. I feel like we were just all humans and I don't know, what you're born with is what you're born with. I don't know. It's kind of really controversial and Mm. I shouldn't really have an opinion about it because I've never had to deal with it. And I do feel sorry for anyone that is not um, born in the gender that they associate themselves with. Yeah, it'd be challenging. It would be challenging. It's really hard to relate because we... I know, I'm going to say normal, but we just, it's not been a confusing identity crisis for me. Yep. My life's been very simple in choosing, you know, I've got a willy, so I'm a boy. And you identify as a boy. And I identify as a boy. So it's simple. I can imagine it can get really complicated when it's. Very complicated. Yeah. It would be challenging for people trying and not to offend anyone right now. No. No, I 
am compassionate to anyone's yeah, 100%. identity and definitely don't. Um, As we always say in the podcast, we're not here to piss people off. We don't want to upset anyone. So, but sometimes it's hard not to offend. Sometimes we offend people. That's a weird thing. I I hear Joe Rogan saying it all the time as well. It's like where, like jokes, where is the line with a joke to be funny? It sometimes has to be inappropriate to be funny and that's why it's funny. Mm. It's weird. And I feel, you know, like, I don't know, joke, jokes are a, it's a hard thing to kind of navigate. Well, that's the thing. Oh. It's like, it's inappropriateness. Mm. That's what's funny. Mm. Saying, someone told me, when I was a kid, a joke is saying the thing that's not expected. If you want to be funny, you got to say the thing that's not expected. So you got to take someone down a path and then you've got to throw something completely left field out of them that no one would expect you to say, mm. which nine times out of ten is inappropriate. Yeah. Right? Unless you focus on clean humour, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. I like Ma- Michael McIntyre. He's a pretty funny guy. He's, He's a hilarious. British comedian. Yeah. He's one of my faves. He's good. Wait until your dad and you are watching him. And you can, you can, you can relate. relate with a lot of it. His airplane, have, you, have you listened to his airplane one? Um, He's got like this um, airport skit and it is no. so funny. He talks about being on the plane. I'm not going to repeat the joke because I will not make it funny, but check out Michael McIntyre airport skit. Yeah. It's really funny. And he does another one called Accents, which is pretty funny. I like the passwords one. Have you seen him do passwords? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's so relevant. It's so relevant. Yeah. It's exactly what I did. He goes, I'm not a robot. I'm going to pass this test. No problems. Yeah. He goes, what? It doesn't pass. So good. Yeah. Those observational humor ones are just, yeah, pretty clever. Pretty mm. clever to see that. I think that's where we got to go if we're going to be safe. Obs- eh. Observational. Maybe. Yeah. So Alex had a 29th. We had a 29th. Everything's normal. Everything's good. Low risk. Everything's great. Did they dissect everything, see the blood flowing and the kidneys and all that? No, I shouldn't do too much of that, but she did do we, – we, we were talking about head sizes. Mm. <laughs> and uh, the baby's of a normal size. And I said to her, well, if the baby's big, does that mean it's going to be a big human or is it, it doesn't determine anything? And she goes, no, it doesn't predetermine anything. And then she made a joke like – your, um, Alex will be will it'll be honoured to have your baby because the head's not huge. Yeah, and I'm I I almost got a, I wasn't sure if I was to be offended or not. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's kind of big brain, small like, head. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> kind of skinny and narrow. My head's like kind of narrow and long, rather than you know you don't want like a real big round head. I feel yeah. like coming through that hole is going to be small hole it's crazy man like billy was sitting in the position in go in like ready to launch for weeks and by the time she came out her head was so cone shaped and um like her side profile looked like a football if that makes sense her side profile like an an alien wow yeah yeah and i was like oh fuck me this kid's gonna be interesting looking i was really worried and i was like how like He's like, she's so beautiful. And I'm like, I've got eyes, guys. I've got eyes. I know she's not, you know, she's cute. Yeah, but I, I can see also. That the head's not the right the, shape. The head's not the right shape. <laughs> but everybody else in the room was well experienced with having babies and dealing with that, whereas I was not. So how many days did it take the head to go back to or to go to a normal shape? Uh, I think like a couple of weeks it was well improved and then a couple of months it was 
forming pretty well. Like completely gone. Yeah. It's just because she sat in the birth canal yeah. for so long. Yeah. So if that happens to you, don't freak out. Yeah. I had a, we actually have a friend who her baby had uh, the skull didn't form properly yeah. and it fused at the front. So it had like a really big forehead and had to have an operation to, oh Christ. to like kind of restructure the skull. Man, there's so many things that can go wrong with a pregnancy. I'm just, I'm just hoping it's smooth sailing, but I just understand that every one of my friends, except for you probably, <laughs> touch wood, <laughs> has had some kind of um, complication. Mm. It's not been like whether it's even if it's breastfeeding or there's something that's just not, you know, the baby's not quite right in a certain area or, you know. Yeah, yeah like. We're not smooth sailing. We were we um Billy doesn't sleep as well as other babies and she doesn't and she can't take formula, which can be related to sleeping. Yeah. So there's two things there that, you know, it's not as well. And that those are both challenging, but every baby like I think every kid has its little little thing. Daffodils or dandelions. Yeah. But you know, like we we've definitely had our struggles with the sleep. I think I've said it a number of times on the podcast is sleep, sleep, sleep. Yeah. Feels the same. Feels um nephew he's well, my nephew's his two and a, three months or four months, but yeah, sleep's still an issue mm-hmm. that long afterwards. Yeah, well, they co they co sleep, don't they? Yeah, we're not sharing anything that hasn't been shared already. No, no, they they, they co sleep. Yeah, like attachment yeah. parents parenting style. Yeah, that would be hard, man, because mm. they fucking move so much. Phil said he's like a um, little um, what do you call him? A truffle pig. <laughs> In the bed, <laughs> like making these truffle noises. Wait, wait until he's four and Phil cops a kick in the nuts. That's at four. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it's like three or four. They'll be dreaming, <laughs> like they'll just full kick you in the nuts. It happened. So have I shared this before? I've shared this before. I had a sock. Do you know what a sock is? <laughs> Do I know what a sock is? <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, it's some something other, that goes on your foot. No, nah, it's, it's an acronym. So some other. Kid, some other C words, kid. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Some other, what? what's the? Some other rhymes with aunt. I'm just trying to make <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so. Reminds, uh, rhymes with aunt. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I had a girlfriend who had a kid and he lived with us full time pretty much. Um, two days or every second weekend he went for visitation. So we won't get into that. I don't want to share their, their mm. stuff, but. When um, he used to jump into our bed and one night, man, he kicked me fair in the nuts. That's what I got woken up to, like a big kick. Uh, and it was like... Yeah, Eye-watering? Like, oh, gagging and everything. It was like... <laughs> like, oh, like man. You can't get up. Like, they don't know. No. They're sleeping. But that was the worst, like, because I went to bed without child in the bed and I got woken up <laughs> with a swift kick to the nuts. That's not a nice way to wake up, is it? No. It's worse than getting out of the wrong side of the bed. No, it sucks. Um, but we're sleeping with – so with Billy, like we sleep with Billy. She goes to bed. Um, she goes to bed so well. Tisha's done so well putting her down, like sleep training. It's all Tisha because she's still on the boob basically. Like we're sort of limited, um, you know, and I'd be taken away from her if it was if I said I had anything to do with it because I don't. Um, just, there's no room. I can't. Like, mm. what do you do? You, you, you what can't. do I do? I, do I stand there and watch her breastfeed 
you know, and then distract Billy. Like that's that's what it comes down to. And I know people are going to probably be like, oh, well, she could express and you could give her the bottles and blah, 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 blah. But fuck that. Like Tish has got boobs. She's there. She's happy to breastfeed. It's creating that bond mm-hmm. more. She likes breastfeeding, so let's just breastfeed, you know. Um, we actually got formula today to try for the 10, 30 feed. Mm-hmm. So the ideas are 10, 30. If you feed at 10, 10, 30, they should sleep through the night till about 5 o'clock. Right, that's the that's the thing. If they're on breast formula, this is at my little um, hypothesis. If they're on breast formula, uh, sorry, if they're on breast milk, they don't get the fillers and stuff that are in formula, so they wake up hungry at three o'clock. Yeah, that's what I've been told as well. Yeah, so um, they sleep like a baby on formula. Yeah, and they're full, and they're full. They just sleep right through. Mm. Um, Billy's allergic to formula. We've tried three different types, so we're trying another one tonight. Don't ask me for the brands, no idea. Um, but we, we went goat's milk. No, we went cow's milk first, then goat's milk, and then a plant-based one, and she threw up on all three. So it must be like something to do with the filler or something. Um, so we're trying a new one now that she's a little bit older and her gut microbiome's improved. Mm. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but, yeah, so she'll wake up. Generally, she'll wake up at three. She will try and go back down. At three, but sometimes she'll be in her bed from three o'clock. Sometimes she'll come in at five. Most mornings I'm waking up to Billy crawling over me or doing something. It's pretty fun Um, other than being extremely tired from an early wake up. So, um, but yeah, I don't know where we're going with that. No, well, sorry. Baby formula. Baby formula. Uh, I put a pram together on the weekend. Did you? Yeah. That was fun. We broke our pram on the weekend. She's definitely... (laughs) Shit's definitely getting real. Mm. How's the nursery coming along? Has Ella, Has Alex, can we mention her name? Yep. We're, we're done yep. with the partner thing? Yep. <laughs> it's fine. Um, has Alex started nesting in the apartment yet? Because you guys have moved in, but you've only really spent, what, two weeks together, really? Yeah, probably two or three weeks now. She, well, she was actually pretty impressed that I put the pram together so quickly. She's like, 20 minutes, you've done that already. I'm like, yep. I've just put together an Ikea cabinet drawer thing two weeks ago. This was a fucking walk in the park. Mm. There was there would have been 2,000 bits that Ikea drawer set. Yeah. Anything with drawers, there's lots of bits and pieces. But, yeah, it was. I think it took an hour and a half to two hours to drive up to Ikea to get it, come back, and then three, three and a half hours to put it together. It was a long day. Yeah. On my day off. Mm. Yeah. Um. Have we? Has she nesting? She's tried to put a, a rug in the kitchen floor. She's tried. <laughs> She's tried. She tried to put a like a a rug in the kitchen, and I'm like, that's just gonna get dirty with food. It's an unhygienic, and you don't want a baby crawl on that. I'm like, that's a really bad idea. So my rebuttal to that, and she, it's not like um, it was an idea. She had searched. She, it was like, James, can we buy this? For the kitchen? For the kitchen. So she'd already picked out the rug, ready to go. All I had to do was say yes, and we'd have a rug in our kitchen floor. So it wasn't an idea. It was like, here's the rug. Anyway, I'm like, bad idea. How about you just buy some slippers? Because <laughs> <laughs> the reasoning behind the carpet was because I'm, um, it's tiled floors, and I'm in the kitchen, and it's hard on my feet. 
I'm like, well, get some shoes, get some comfy shoes or something. That makes sense to me. Mm. Is it being a practical man? Mm. I don't know. I think sometimes you just got to say yes. I was like, Billy's first birthday is coming up. Um, yeah, coming up. Mm. And Tish sent me a Facebook marketplace ad for this wooden toy kitchen with all of the trimmings. It was like a little pretend cafe. Yeah, Archie's got one of those. Yeah, Archie's too. And mm. I'm like, well, I, I, so I was just, and all it was was a message with this, like of the Facebook ad. She's yeah. like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I'm a bit young for it. Why don't we look at something like that when she's a bit older, around two, when she can play with it? Oh, I knew you'd say that. Like, and I'm like, well, hang on. Stop being so practical and sensible, Ash. Yeah, and then I'm like, where are we going to store it in the meantime? Like, we're in a little apartment right now. Where yeah. are we going to store it in the meantime? And, oh, well, we can store it at your mum and dad's. It's just really good quality. It's really cheap. It's really, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she would love it. And I'm like, yeah, when she's two. That's a year away. Like, which there'll be another marketplace. Which there'll be another marketplace. Yeah. Who fucking knows? We might get a real blender. I'm sure kids can play with real blenders. No, they can't. <laughs> but anyway, and I was like, well, and so and then I realized I'm like, she's not asking me. Like sometimes I've just got to say yes. Great mm. idea. Even though I think it's a stupid idea. I think that's a secret. To yeah. A happy life. Definitely. Like save your bullets. Like you, like you know what I mean? Yeah, pick, save, pick, pick your battles. Save the nose for the real dumb shit. I feel like a carpet <laughs> in the kitchen was a dumb idea. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was a dumb idea. Was it washable? Was it easily washable? No, it's, it's carpet. It's a rug. You need to get bloody um, some cleaner out to steam clean the, the rug. So, yeah, look, it's hard because I know she wants to make a nursery, but I feel like She's given up on that idea a little bit. Because <laughs> it's not worth a fight with James. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> well, I guess it must be hard for her because it's my place. Mm, it would be. And, and I've got, you know, I've got a few things. There's a nice, really nice sofa bed in there. And I figured, well, um, if there's a, clo- a co-sleeping arrangement, then I'm going to need somewhere to sleep. Yeah. So it just makes sense to keep the sofa bed there. And the kids, I just put the cot in there as well. It doesn't need to look good at the moment. Um, and I did say to her it's not forever, but she's already looking at – she was looking at houses in uh, – like looking at property. Mm. I'm like, what are you looking at property for? Oh, just looking. What are we even looking at property for? So here's the thing, mm. and we haven't really discussed it. She's probably going to listen to this podcast and go, oh, maybe I should have thought about that. But I've only just moved into this apartment, mm. and I know it's small. I understand that, but it wasn't a plan to have kids straight away. However, if we, uh, I'm kind of entangled with my brother with his place at the moment. So we've got, there's, there's something that's got to happen before we can buy, before we can go, okay, well, let's sell and buy a property. There's, there's a few moving parts before we get there. So there's no point looking at property because yeah. we're stuck. Until that situation changes, I'm stuck. Yeah. Nothing I can do. So that's the one thing. And it must be it must be a nesting thing, or just looking, or just researching and stuff, which is fine. I I get it. Might be a female thing too, because mm. Talisha's looking at properties, and I'm like, well, we can't afford this. What the fuck? We can't afford this. Let's just stay another six months and then reevaluate. But every couple of nights, I'll get a listing of a property, and I'm like, 
What do you want me to do with this? Yeah. It's quite, I, I would love that. I don't, yeah. can't afford it. And so th- there's a few things here, which I'm loving with the apartment, mm. is no garden maintenance. Oh, so good. No gardens. It is a small place, which means there's not a lot of clean. Yeah. It's really, it's a really nice brand new apartment, clean. You got um, the pool. Got the pool, sauna. I've got a sauna. It's close to work, close to family, close to all the things in my life that make my my life easy and accessible. Like yeah. my mum and dad are just around the corner if we need a break or we need some help. Phil and Sarah are just around the corner if we need a break, need some help. Works. I ride to work every day. Ten minutes to ride. It's so close. Not to mention if you guys, if you want to have people over, like James wants to have people over. Entertainment and area. Alex and baby don't. There's an entertainment area. Yeah. You've got entertainment area, you've got a lounge, you've got a t- big TV and lounge, you've got a kitchen area, a barbecue area. It's got everything. And there's a park across the road, hotter. We've got like a huge park going, playground, swimming pool, like swimming like lake thing. Restaurants. Restaurants. Everything's, everything's close. close. Cafes. Cafe. Every, oh, it's, it's, I re, I'm really enjoying this lifestyle because I've never lived in an apartment before. So I'm, I'm soaking it up right now. Oh, I love apartment living. Love it. So buying a house means a few things. Mm. Gardens. Yeah. Who's going to do those, do you reckon? Yeah, James. James is going to do the gardens. <laughs> so there's goes an hour or two on the weekends, possibly more. Yeah. Who's going to do the maintenance on the house? James. James is going to do the maintenance on the house. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, do you think I'm, are we going to find something close to work, family, all those things? No. So, Jane, who's going to have to do more driving? James. James going to have to do more driving. <laughs> I can see why she would want a bigger place in the future. Me too, and I, I do but want. I, think, I do want that. I think that you've got easy one or two years in that apartment where you can just relax and just enjoy. And it's it's almost like she's wanting to be somewhere else, doing something else, like. Why can't you just be happy with what we have right now and enjoy it? Mm. I will like, say this, though. It must be challenging for her moving into your place. I agree. I agree. Like, because it would be like tip, it'd be like walking around in eggshells like, oh, can I do this? I know it's you, but. Yeah, it's not, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she must be thinking like, oh, I wonder if James will let me do this. And that's not really a fun way to think. No, but yeah. You know what I mean? It like, is tricky. It would be. Just thinking from her point of view. Yeah, no, definitely. And there's and to go with that as well. So there's, you know, I hope Alex doesn't mind me sharing all this stuff. Um, <laughs> but this yeah, episode it's, might not come out. <laughs> we might have to do an apology for our last week's Holocaust joke anyway and wipe this <laughs> completely. <laughs> Public <Yeah>. service announcement. <laughs> but I think it's imp- like I like having these conversations because this is real stuff that's happening. And mm. I'm sure we all deal with it in some way or another about the nesting or all ch- these changes. So... Um, in the same respect, it's hard for Alex to um, move into my place. It's also kind of well, I've had I've got someone moving into my space, so we've both got like, this kind of weird thing going on. And I'd love to. I, I'm very accepting. I don't care. She's brought um, a little bit of her her flavour in everywhere. I've let her do whatever she likes. Um, there's no big furniture or anything, but it's it's all brand new furniture. So why would you change it just for the sake of it? Um, I don't see the point in that. Um, so apart from the rug is pretty much the only thing I said no to. And also the nursery, making that a nursery right now when the kid doesn't even need a nursery right now because he's going to be co-sleeping or sleeping in the cot or whatever. It, it can be something we can think about when that op- that time arises. Yeah. I think – well, you've got a set of drawers in there, don't you? I haven't been over for a while. Um, it's got its own drawers. It's got 
uh, we don't have a cot yet, but I think we're, um, we're getting one gifted from or borrowing one from one of her friends. So that's yeah. coming in. If not, we've got a little bassinet for the room. We've got a bassinet, so that's fine. So we, we, yeah. like, we're like sorted, but I'm just like, let's not rush into getting rid of the sofa bed right now because I don't know what the, the um, sleeping arrangement is going to be like. Is Alex going to say, oh, no, I want an um, attachment style. I want to sleep with the kid every night. And if, yeah. that, if that's the case, then I don't know if the king bed is going to be okay for that circumstance or will I need to... <laughs> we got a queen. You'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, should be fine. It's an extra 30 centimetres wide. But, yeah, there's that going on. But then we're also um, – I was talking to my business coaches and our network and my financial advisor, and she's like – and I've spoken to you about this as well. Um, they've recommended getting a, a, a financial agreement with each other Yeah. to make sure that we agree on what happens – in case of a breakup? In case of a breakup. Like what, what is going to happen financially? Um, because that's a, you know, I've worked my whole life really, really hard to build what I've got. Mm. And it would feel, I would be devastated if someone came in and just goes, half of your shit's mine now. Yeah. And Alex isn't to be sneezed at. She's got some assets and stuff behind yeah, f- her. And- to, to be honest, I feel like we, we, she's actually getting paid more than me at the moment. So, um yeah, but she does have her. She has a rental property as well. So we, I don't f- feel like it's too uneven. Like we're fairly close in terms of, in terms of assets. But I do have the business. I do have a few other a few, like this office as well. There's a few things there that it's taken years to kind of you know I've, I wasn't I wasn't a rich kid. I've you know I started my business in a garage and I just tr- just worked my ass off to get here, and this, still do. This business is um, Petrosia Limited, isn't it? PTYLTD. Yeah. 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 Oh, you'll be protected there because you'll be a director. Phil will be a director. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, surely. But then there's the super, my superannuation. Is that entitled to your partner? Yeah. Yeah, so this office is owned by my super. Ah. Uh-huh. So we're sitting in property that is owned super. by my super that yeah. – Also, Alex – I don't think Alex, but who I knows? I don't think she would either. I, I, it, but it's – who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I mean that with the greatest respect to Alex. I don't think she would do that either. Yeah. Um, but – this, and I'd like to get a financial advisor in here to actually talk us through what this all means because you've you've had a bad experience in the past with the, and my older brother. Yeah, he went through a horrible. He he actually got married, um, divorced. She took he gave her like more than half of everything, and then a couple of years later, she came back and tried to take because we bought a house with my older brother Phil and I, and we went thirds in a house. She came after him again for half of everything because she gambled it all away. And it's like, fucking hell. So uh, we had a caveat on our home from this chick trying to take half of Graham's everything. So I'm kind of a little bit – it's nothing to do with Alex, to be honest. It's to do with my previous experience and and my older – I've learned learning from my older brother's experience. It's like – and even your experience is like you kind of have to protect yourself just in case. And the problem is, man, it it costs – I was talking to a lawyer – It'll cost me about $5,000 to draw this up. Yeah. That's a lot of money when you've got a kid on the way. Yeah. Um, I, like it's not – I don't have disposable income like that. I've literally just done a will which cost me like three grand, which now Alex is in my will because she's the mother of my child and my child's in my will. So I've got all these kind of things that are going to happen. But now I've got to get $5,000 to get a, finan- a financial agreement in place. And for that to work – 
Alex has to do the same thing. Mm. She has to go and see an independent lawyer. So she's got to and she's throw got to, five. She's got to throw five in as well. So we've got to between us, we've got to spend ten k to do something that may not even fucking happen or eventuate. Yeah. Um, and all the financial advisors out there are going, just get it done, mate. Just Don't get it done. Know. So it's crazy. Everyone's telling me to do it, and I spoke to a lawyer, and they said, "Look, if she doesn't get hers done properly, there's no point." Yeah. And I'm like, "Is what? Is it like? What's the? When you get this done, is it guaranteed that you're going to be okay?" And I'm like, "No. Nah. Yeah. It's not even guaranteed." Yeah. No, I've heard that. So there's, yeah, I don't, I, I've heard that like prenups and stuff don't mean shit. So, fucking hell, like, what do you do? Just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, yeah, I don't know what to do, and it's a little bit. I don't have, I don't really have the cash to throw at it. I don't think Alex really wants to have, wants to do it or throw the cash at it either. It's like, okay, what, well, what do we need to do right now? And what, how do we protect ourselves? Like, she's got to protect herself as well, I guess, um, just from a financial perspective. But you know, it's something we don't talk about a lot with our partners is, what about? your protection of your assets mm. and what are they entitled to and what does that even look like and do we need to be careful and, um, yeah, it's a little bit of a ho- like I don't even like talking about it. Like I bring it up with Alex and I'm like, oh, this is just gross and we'll speak for, we'll, I'll speak for it for about half an hour, we'll talk about it. And like I've talked about it two or three times now and we've talked about it Yeah. and then I'm like, okay, well, can we just – we've talked about it, let's just leave it now and we'll come back to it because I just want to – yeah, we kind of think about what we should do moving forward. I've just accepted that Tish will take half my shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but- like I've accepted the fact because I've heard all these stories, like, and everything is going to be no matter what, that it's basically half. Yeah. Um, especially if there's a child involved. That's what I've heard. I don't know. But, and I've just accepted the fact. That it's going to be half and the only thing that I can do is I keep an eye on finances and I make sure I know what's coming in, what's going out um, because I've had a partner that siphoned money away from me mm-hmm. and um, gaslit me when I, when I asked about her. So, you know, all those experiences are just we're pretty upfront with each other now. Um, I don't think I'd have to worry too much about Tish. Like she's pretty... She's pretty good. She knows that I'd always support her and Billy anyway. Yeah, which I will too with a baby. So, this, I will always do that. Yeah. Um, like she's going to get a th- – if I die, Alex gets a third of everything I own regardless. Yeah, if I was Alex, I'd just be – If I wouldn't break up with you. I'd kill you. <laughs> <laughs> she does joke about that. So if anyone's watching and I die suddenly – Yeah, this is this could be – we could be on Netflix soon, James, yeah. when you die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we joked about it on episode 15 of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. 16. Yeah, 16. Oh, 16. Ash always loses track track of the episodes because he doesn't have to edit them. No, no, I don't. I um, might soon though. Yeah, maybe. So it's something, and I think especially with these early, well, these surprise or accidental fatherhood things is just like, you know, these people are going to be in your life for a lot, for probably forever. And I don't know what that looks like in terms of. Well, it must it must be daunting too, like because there must be people out there that are in our situations that don't um, that don't go. You know what? Let's make this work, or let's let's give this a shot because of this reason. Mm. Maybe they've got too much to lose. Maybe they've been burnt before in the past, and they've gone. 
I'm not I'm moving just, in. I'm just going to, you know what, we'll have a baby. I'm going to run. I'll support you with whatever. Um, and it, the financial system and our legal system is set up in a way that they those people would probably be better off financially doing that rather than giving it a crack and having to break up, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, okay, cool, you're entitled to child support. You're entitled to um, – and I think – I don't know what it is, but I think child support – um, it's a percentage, but it would of only your wages, yeah. of your wages, not of your what you own. Yeah, no, 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 just your wages. So there must be guys out there that are in our situations that have gone. Well, I was happy to give it a shot, but now that you're having a baby, no, 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 I'm just going to step away. I'll father this child. Do you know what I mean? Definitely, it would scare a lot of people, especially if you were if that because I feel like Alex and I are quite balanced with. Um, what we own and we're fairly balanced. I wouldn't say, you I'm both not, have I'm the not, same amount to lose, really. I got, I'd, say, I'd say I have a little bit more, but I'm not. Um, I'm, well, you have I'm, the I'm business, not super but. fucking wealthy or anything, man. I'm, you know, I could, I could lose it all in the second if the business um, folded. You know, it is. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a rich person. Like I still have to work very hard for what I've got. Yeah, and that's very humbling as well. And it, it makes me even more like because I've worked so hard for it. It's like. I would hate someone just to sweep in and grab it and like just because of, of a circumstance. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I guess we've got to think about it. And my lawyer said you can write it up so that what you come into the relationship with, is, with. is your own and you leave with that and what you create together is something that you you agree on. And then you also agree on if you were to separate, this is what it looks like. You get this, you get this, done. So you actually – it's almost like planning – what that separation would look like. So everyone's expectations have been agreed to before emotions get involved. It's kind of weird though. Yeah, it's good. But are you bringing an energy and um, what's that's, that word? I know what you mean. And yeah, like, like to something that's not there. It's like you're almost putting um, like you're uh, making an affirmation out of it. You know what I mean? Is that the right word? I, I know what you're saying. Like the secret. <laughs> you're, you're laws like, of attraction. Yeah, the laws of attraction because you've put energy into it and you're going to get this. Well, it's it, kind of crazy, isn't it? It is crazy, but that's kind of what the your financial advisor would say. It's like you just need to do it. It's not about if or and or, you know, maybe it doesn't happen. It's like you just you just got to do it. It's a, it's something you got to check off the list to do before you and, – and it also my financial advisor would say as well, it takes the pressure off you both. Yeah, I was going to say then, it, would, then it, it's it would alleviate not, a lot of anxiety. Yeah, because then it's around not, thinking about it. Yeah, so yeah, it's not it's not a problem anymore. We don't have to think about it. We know what happens. Um, let's just keep let's move on and know that that's not an issue and relax and just enjoy each other's parenting. Yeah, yeah. So that is an interesting topic. I'd love to get mm. someone in here to talk to that because I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that would like to know. Do you know what's going to be funny? It's going to be. After you, when you come back after a kid, and they're going to be like, "Well, if you had done it before you had a child, before the child was born, yeah, <laughs> you're going to be like, ah, so I'm fucked. Yep, if it happened, if it happened, I know. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's it's shit that we have to think about that stuff. Mm. Like, why do you know? Why do they get half your stuff? Why don't you? Why is it just what's yours is yours? It's like someone said, said to me, "What's his is hers." What's hers is hers, and what's theirs is hers. Yeah, that's it. it's not that. It's what, what's mine. What's mine is mine, and what's yours is mine. It's yeah. like, okay. but what's mine is not yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but I think I, if I'd you like can to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a shit, and it is a shit thing to to think about. I don't want to think about that stuff, but it is it is important to think about our financial. I, I definitely went through a phase, for sure, of thinking about it. It's just um, yeah, it's just a level of something else to worry about. On yeah, top of, of it, everything else that's going on. Dissipates eventually. Mm. Well, for me it dissipates because Tish and I are good. Mm. We're pretty solid. And I do think maybe Alex and I need to kind of align what the kind of future looks like at the moment because she's going out looking at property or researching property and stuff. I'm like, we haven't even discussed any any of that stuff. Yeah, she, like she's just, she'll just say, I'm just looking. Yeah, just looking. But I'm still, it's like... Well, if you sell your property and I sell my property and we combine our things together, we can buy this. Yeah, it's like well, there's a timeline in her mind. There's, mm. there's something going on in her mind that's saying like that's made her look for it's property all because of the little alien inside driving yeah. the gears, though, James. I know. It's like, hmm. I wonder what timeline she has on this because I'm. It's also it's, not a great time to be buying. You wouldn't do it now. There's no. We can't do it now. There's. We just can't. It's, Interest rates are. Yeah. Going stupid. up. Yeah. Property markets had an all-time high. Yeah, it's a bad time. It needs to drop like a lot. Mm. This episode is sponsored by White Claw for this for the subtle watermelon flavor. Yeah, and mango flavor. It's nice. It is a nice subtle flavor. Made without your compromise. Mm. Is that what it says? Yeah, on the back. What does seltzer mean? Fuck to find It's a hard one. It's a. <laughs> it's a hard seltzer. <laughs> A surge of pure refreshment. Maybe that kind of crafted. And a hard seltzer like. No crafted other. using only the finest flavours to deliver a surge mm. of pure refreshment and a hard seltzer like no other. White Claw. White Claw. Hard seltzer. What does that even mean? For all your white girl needs, White Claw. <laughs> Get white girl wasted with White Claw. Such a a funny... It's (laughs) gluten-free. They're so market towards fucking girls, what are sorority sisters. (laughs) Natural flavours, 95 calories, gluten-free, 22 grams of carbs. Yeah. Two grams seems like a lot. Maybe it's not. Phil would know. Phil tracks his his carb. Two carbs, not a lot. I'll drink tonight, guys, but just make sure it's (laughs) gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking drinks have gluten in them. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I don't know. Probably. Probably James. Probably. Anyway, where were we? Finances. Yeah, finances. So it's definitely a, a subject tough. that needs exploring a little bit further, perhaps. It's a tough one. It's a toughie. Mm. What so. else happened? Yeah, we had the scan. And today, oh, Alex had a bad night last night. Uh-huh. I got home from my big day in Brizzy. Do you know I was in traffic for two and a half hours? I left mm-hmm. at 6.30 and I got into Brisbane. This is from the Gold Coast. It's usually a 50-minute journey. Took two and a half hours. Must have been hard in that automatic cruise control mm. car that you've got. <laughs> it was really hard. You poor I, bastard. I hate fucking driving. I hate it. I don't know why. I'd, I just That's why I like just riding to work. I don't even drive to work. I just don't like driving. I don't like road trips. I don't like driving. Um, you don't like road trips? No. I'd rather fly. To me, I'd rather fly. I'm not a rich boy. <laughs> well, why would you drive for 12 hours to Sydney when you could just catch an hour flight? Time's more important. Like time you can't get back for me. Experience, James. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't drive to Sydney like that, but 
experience. Oh, I'd do a road trip down to Sydney over like a week for something to do, maybe. Stopping off at like some different co- coastal hotspots. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got back from that. And then two and a half hours to get home. Same. Go to Coffs. Peak- big banana. Sorry. But five hours, that's peak hour. That's half the way to Sydney. I spent in the car yesterday. Mm. Five hours. Yeah. Horrendous. Yeah. Um, anyway, got home and Alex is just feeling, I think she's into the third trimester now. So she's starting to stretch, feel the up. effects of the, you have the larger child. Yeah, she's really uncomfortable, feeling a little bit sick again. So I hope she's, I hope she's better today. Are you guys doing any birthing classes yet? Um, we're, doing, we're doing our first class next Tuesday. What class are you doing? I think it's, we're doing like six classes of hypno. No, um, just birth, preparing for the birth, like birth classes, like the, I don't know what they're called. Where's it at? It's at the hospital. Oh yeah, you're doing the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Right on. So we're doing, we're doing that, but I'm also doing hypno classes as well. And I'm doing this other thing called beers and bubs. Have you done that? Did you hear about that? I haven't done beers and bubs. Hold on. Rewind. You're doing hypno as well as the. As well as the other, well, how are you doing hypno? Where are you doing hypno? We're doing that afterwards and that's going to be like a two-day thing, like whatever, a two-weekend thing. I don't know. We're doing that here though. We're not doing that one that you mentioned. Gotcha. We're doing someone else closer. Yeah, because you don't like driving. Yeah. And we have decided on. <laughs> 30, have, 30 minutes is too far. Yeah. We have decided also on the private health system. So we're going private instead of public because um, Alex doesn't have a lot of family up here, so I think it's just more comforting to have someone that she knows, the obstetrician. It's nice and close as well. So I think for the first one, we're going to um, we're doing we are doing public. I mean private. Private. Yeah, cool. Um, so we're doing that. I'm doing the classes. The beer and bubs thing is you go there and there's a, it's an evening with dudes. We're all just dudes in there, which I thought was really. Um, it's in Brisbane. I hope it doesn't take me two and a fucking half hours to get up there. Uh, and. Yeah, you have beers with a bunch of other dudes and um, some chick just walks you through what to expect and everything else and like some kind of real realistic understanding of what's going to happen and what to be prepared for. That's cool. So that's another thing I'm doing. I might even get one of those guys on the podcast if I can um, swindle it. Swindle it. I thought it was a really good opportunity. There'll be some guys up there, maybe accidental fathers or. uh, I try to reach out to Megan Amore to get her on Yeah, talk about it. But um, What do you call it? Megan Amore? Megan Amore is her name. Yeah. So a place called Birth is her Instagram handle. She's amazing. She's just flat out. Yeah. She's just so busy. Yeah, it'd be good to get yeah. a midwife. She's a midwife, right, as well? Or, or is it a doula? Uh, doula. Doula. She's a doula. 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 Doula, doula. Hey, speaking of um, second ones, mm. have you guys decided to have a second one yet? Baby? We're talking about it. Yeah. Getting yeah. close together? Yeah, yeah. We don't want a big age crap, and I figure in for a penny, in for a pound. Like if Tisha's going to take half my shit, then let's have two kids together. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's nothing going on with Tisha and I. Like we're solid, but um, yeah, we we want two together. Mm. I've always wanted a big family. You want you going for a boy? Do you reckon next time you want a boy? Just have the because I feel like that's the perfect experience for a dad. You want a boy and a girl, right? I'm going for a boy, so I've already figured out what. Have I told you how we got knocked up? Have I shared that? Have I shared that? 
don't know. No, she, yeah, she was. It was a night. Wasn't it like? I was at my mate's funeral. That's right. It was a funeral. We have heard this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I was like punching darts, having a drink, doing everything stupid that you do when one of your good mates decides to kill himself. And um, anyway, she yeah got knocked up. So more than likely, it was going to be a girl because the female, the male sperm, die off really quickly. So next time, this time around, when we Sober. actually plan it. Oh, mate, I'm going to be sober as a judge, fit as a fiddle. Um, yeah, there's no way that I'm giving the male sperm a chance to die. So I feel like I'll probably I'll, still have a girl. I feel like I <laughs> would have had a drink or two with Alex when we had – because we kind of pinpointed the weekend. It was a weekend away we went on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I want – yeah, I want one of each if I can. If I can. Yeah, so you got to do the opposite because you're having a boy. And Alex is like, yeah. <laughs> Alex is like, I don't want an only child. Nah, nah. And she's like, I hope one's not a dud. Yeah, yeah. You said that last time, yeah. or maybe you talk to me about it. I'm like, maybe not call our children duds just yet. <laughs> just yet. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting doing this podcast and seeing how much trauma and moving around, even like subtle things that parents may do without and how that can affect children. You know, that Ash, Dr. Ash, her podcast was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, although I've also been listening to a lot of podcasts as well. Um, is it Dr. Mako? I think he is. He was on Tim Ferriss and then he was on Joe Rogan and he was talking about trauma and stuff. And just how it plays in your brain and like how little things can be traumatic for kids. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Yeah. This is the smallest things. Yeah. So you never know. So you never know what's going to make someone a, a dud, um, even though they're not duds, but also they can get fixed. Should I share what what's uh, happened to me this week? Speaking of duds. Yeah. Yeah. Share your experience <laughs> being diagnosed with, what is it, AD? ADHD inattentive. So last week, last Friday, I did a ADHD assessment. Turns out I've got it. I've had it my whole life. What does that assessment look like? Uh, it's like a little black box. So you, you're in a room. You've got no mobile phone, no um, no watch to distract you, and you basically press a button when a Black, so it's a blank computer screen and it'll flash a white box with a little black box inside it. And if the little black box inside of the white box is at the top, you press the button. If it's not up the top and it's down the bottom, you just leave it. And it goes for 20 minutes. And they give you a warm-up before, so it's like actually 22 minutes. And, man, by the end of it, you're just like, this is fucking boring. Um, you know, like I was sitting there, I was swapping hands. I was like, you know, clicking hands at one stage. <laughs> Um, I sat back and I folded my legs and my boots, my work boots, um, knocked the cables of the computer <laughs> and the monitoring device. So they went everywhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Anyway, um, so, yeah, and then they from that they can tell you basically there's different things that they look at um, for like, inattentive or hyperactive. Like knocking all the bits off the table? Yeah, well, they weren't in there at the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a telltale sign. He's definitely got it. Yeah, I don't know if they were like looking through a peephole or something. Yeah, well, yeah like, they weren't. Reflect, they weren't in not there. A, not like a uh, <clears throat> one of those rooms where they um, reflective glass, reflective glass, uh, and they inter- interrogation interrogate, room. Yeah, interrogate mm. criminals. No, not at all. I don't think so. Who knows? Maybe. Mm. 
Might have been a camera. So it's a white, in there. a white box, a white box and a black box, and you just got to keep yeah. your attention on it. Just keep your attention. Seems on like it. a weird test. It is inconclusive. It feels like, but it, it records your reaction times. Ah, so, so, it, so there's a few elements to this, a few layers to the to the test. Yeah, so it's a super sensitive thing, and it records your reaction times, and it can see if your reaction times get greater over the course of the twenty minutes, mm. and then you know you All add stuff. those little milliseconds up. For your day to day, and it, you know, so basically, um, anyway, so I did the test, got found out, and then I was like, look, let's get some medication sorted. So I went back, spoke to the doc yesterday for medication. It was really funny. She, um, he rang my auntie, and my auntie had to talk to him about my childhood. I lived with my auntie at one stage, and um, as an adult, and she was like, oh, I could barely function as an adult like this in a way. <laughs> Tell me what you really think. I'm right here. Auntie. <laughs> Tell me what you really think. Um, it was fine. I did not like it. Was it, like it was completely true. To be honest, like yeah. I, like I struggle. Like when I'm living by myself, um, and friends of ours will tell you this because I've lived with friends of mutual friends, um, and you've seen you've seen my room mm. in the past. Um, yeah, it looks like a bomb hit it. Yeah, messy person. And, like, I want to be a neat person. This is what drives me nuts, but just don't have the energy. Um, anyway, got the medication yesterday. It's fucking mind-blowing how much improvement. Even yesterday afternoon on the way home, pulled in, washed my car, sat down to watch TV last night, and I was like, it's bugging me that there's rubbish in the front of my car. So I just got up randomly, put the rubbish in the bin. Like, that has never happened in my life. Like the ability to work this week um, or today was insane. The amount of work I got done, um, like building forms and checklists and all sorts of things, mm. it was incredible the amount of work I got done. So I reckon I got through probably a week's worth of work today. Wow. A week's worth of my normal work. So silver lining, if you guys are out there, or not silver lining, but public announcement, if you guys are out there and you're struggling, don't think that just because you are 30 or 35, like I'm 35 and I got diagnosed. Mm. And it was a diagnosis that it was evident from when I was young, from talking to people. Um, my mum took me to a chiropractor and they um, – chiropractor and a doctor with allergies, like with my allergies and stuff – Around the time that I was really starting to struggle with it, with like probably my brain development, looking at it, which was around 12 years old. Yeah, I don't know how a chiropractor is going to help with your brain development. So we went, we, we did go see my chiropractor. That, well, we went and saw the chiropractor to help with allergies and he did. He actually what? knocked out a lot of allergies. How do, I thought they just Man, adjusted spines. Well, he put me on his elimination diet, right? The so chiropractor God, did. The chiropractor. Sounds like a kind of a... Quack. Well, no, yeah, like a quite alternative. Let's look at the big picture. What's what's going on here? It's yeah. not. What, why why did you decide to go to a chiropractor? Because I was twelve, and my mum told me we're going to the chiropractor. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't decide. I would not have gone to. I haven't gone to a chiropractor since. So he's like, Ash has these allergies. Off to the chiropractor we go. I, my allergies were that bad. We were building a house. When I was young, very, like 12, and I would walk into the house when we were building and I would black out and not be able to remember anything and I'd just like come to sort of in the car. And like I had puffy eyes and it, it like... You're allergic to formula as well? Probably. Probably. I was a preppy. 
That's a premie, I don't know. I had, I had my milk up my nose. What, do you know um, what you were allergic to in the end? Fucking everything. So much. Like I was close to being a boy in the bubble. I kid you not. <laughs> I fucking kid you not. Really? Yeah, really. And we went on. I went on this elimination diet, which was basically a um, – it was a yeah, elim- well, an elimination diet. So dairy first. No, no. Um, they strip you back to a basic diet for twelve weeks, which was basically seeds and grains only. I think from mm. memory. Yeah, and so, meat or no? M- meat, seeds, and grains. Yep. So, but no bread. No. Like corn, Just, yes. Yeah. Rice, yes. So, like, I think I lived on no butter, no dairy, no potatoes. Um, yeah, it was quite get restrictive. Rid of, get rid of those complex carbohydrates and the yeah. and sugar and sugars, no sugars, and um, dairy would be a massive one. No dairy, yeah. It's interesting. Then, yeah, it's interesting. Like my dad uh, moved in with us uh, when they were building their place, and we eat pretty healthy, like stir fry veggies. We get all, all organic veggies from the markets. Mm. And dad started having allergies as well. Yeah, right. He's like, he's get, he got this cough. This weird cough, um, and I forget what the term was, salicylites or something that's on the vegetables. It's the, I believe it's the, the natural herbicide to stop these insects eating yep. the vegetables. So the organic fruit and veggies, they create this natural oh, herbicide. They don't have it stronger than the so because we're probably eating Roundup that yeah, kills that stuff. Exactly. So instead of eating Roundup. We're eating these organic vegetables and dad was getting like this cough would come out just before he went to bed and then he'd wake up at like two in the morning and he, he you know what he did? He went and sat in the car out, uh, out and sat in the car because he was so loud with his cough. He's like, well, <laughs> I'll just go into the my car and I'll cough in the car. So he'd sit for half an hour in the car coughing because of this. Why don't you go into your meditation room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, he – so – it took him ages to figure it out. So he went and had the allergy tests and nothing came up. And it was like, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. And we started eliminating dairy and things like that. He's still getting it. It's like, I'm eating healthy. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So he went and saw this one um, lady and she's like, I know that cough. Oh, wow. So it's common. Very common with like green leafy greens. So because dad's eaten a certain way his whole life, and then he's reintroduced green. Reintroduced to like all this green, natural, organic, um, really vegetable-rich diet. Yeah. His body's going, whoa, 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 I don't know how to deal with this. And he was getting this weird like kind of um, allergy or, or mucus in the back of his throat from eating vegetables. So it was actually – Because they fix it? They fix it. He just had to go back to a really basic diet. I think he went down to bread and um, like really dry bread – Meat, like really basic, basic diet. So and can he eat it now? He can eat it now, but it, it, I, I feel like it builds up like most allergies. So yeah. it compounds on each like each time you have it. So once he stopped having that, the cough got better. And then um, he started introducing things in the diet. And then it was like, oh, yeah, got it back. And that was, you know, probably similar to what you what happened to you is eliminating and then reintroducing and then seeing what triggers and then away you go. So he doesn't, he stays away from healthy food pretty much now and just eats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that diet. Yeah, on that diet. So <laughs> it's just that diet sounds good. Just eating what the body seems to not react to too much to. So incredible. Uh, hey. Yeah, it's so weird how the but that like if you're ever I, I suggest anyone that's having like 
weird gut issues or something's going on Mine's with, big. with that body. Mine's big. Or just being big? My gut. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, try eliminating some stuff out of your diet that you think might be aggravating or keep a journal of what you're eating and when things flare up and, like, things get worse or something's happening, it's like, what did I eat today that might have come? And then, you know, can try and find patterns in what you're eating because your doctor's never going to be able to know all that stuff. No. So if you can keep a diary of what you're eating what's and what's um, making the problem worse and seeing what foods you're eating that on that day that might that's, and tr- find patterns. That's generally why I eat the same thing over and over again. And so when I do change my diet or I'll have a blowout night, but when I do change my diet, it will be like a massive, a massive change. So, but um, back to the story real quick. So that quack, someone around that time in my life diagnosed me with this brain fag and fog disease. Now, <laughs> did you mean to say fag? Yeah, fag. F A G. What does that mean? Fucked if I know. Anyway, I googled it the other day after I went to the docs, and I was like, I wonder what this brain fag shit is. Man, it's basically ADHD, but it's from Nigeria in the sixties. Like, if you Google it, it will come up with like Nigeria nineteen sixty three paper, and it's like a cognitive, um, like it's cognitive um, ability, like lack of cognitive function, basically. No, unable to concentrate, unable to like, and I'm so, like, this fucking, that's mum. Anyway, um, <laughs> look, mum did her best when she, with what she had, she did put me on diets and stuff, but I didn't fucking stick to them. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they you changed know. the, uh, so the, the naming of that because it sounds like you've got a gay brain. It does sound, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, but on the medication now, also after last week, um, Talking with you and Jordan, I pivoted freaking hard on my lunches. So lunches, leafy greens, avocado. Um, you fucked up with what you said about a litre of olive oil. That's for a family. Oh, is it? Yeah. Did you, did you go and search it? I listened to the podcast, yeah. So it was for a family of four. It's uh, around a litre. So you want to have about 250 mils over the Yeah, week. right. That's cool. So don't try and smash the litre. You yeah. might. Well, I knew I be, wasn't going to get it completely right anyway. You'll be like shitting. But um, so I've had 250 mils of olive oil in my salads this week. Mm. Smashed And it. walnuts? Walnuts and olives and then I put a bit of prosciutto in there for fun. Yeah, nice. That's and my do, lunch. Do you feel good? Yeah. 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 Well, I feel great. The dexamphetamines. <laughs> those things. Although here's the thing, right? So I didn't know this. So um, my Instagram handle, Inappropriate Ash, for those of you playing at home, that's my identity, right? Being inappropriate. Most people that know me know I'm inappropriate and have grown to love me, James. So you worried that this is going to affect your identity? Apparently, yeah. There's something to do with your frontal lobe and the back of your brain um, and the dopamine doesn't – there's not enough dopamine in there for them to talk about each other. And if you feed that with dopamine um, – and People that have this will often say inappropriate things. They will be less of a filter. They won't think it's – they'll think it's okay. Mm. So, yeah, I'm a little bit worried, James. Well, now you're just going to have to think about – Boring, Ash. Think about your humour and go (laughs) – and try and be inappropriate so it's more intentional rather than just subconsciously just coming out. So it just might be – I've lost a superpower. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Being inappropriate was my thing. 
Did I piss a lot of people off? Yes. I've never known you that inappropriate since I've known you. You seem pretty appropriate around me. Well, you're the one that makes Holocaust jokes. <laughs> that was not. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on with me. So I'll see. I'll see what it's like. But yeah, be interesting to see how how it affects even the podcast and see if. Um, you know, even if you're asking more questions or be more engaged or they could, or well, even, you know, I, I don't know. Friday afternoons have been tough for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, with, I don't know, it just seems like energy at the moment on Friday afternoons is down. Like Dr. Ash, that was, that was a challenge. That was our first online thing, online podcast, and that was a bit of a challenge in itself, which is fine. Yeah. It's definitely hard. I... But I was I was tired that day. I was very tired. Um, if yeah, I would definitely prefer to have people here in person because I feel mm. you can really connect with them. You can also they the I think it's body language as well. Like you just you can communicate more effectively because you're, you're there's there's no lag either. Yeah, no and lag. You can you can read the. You can almost read the mouth and like oh he's going to stop talking here or oh I can get a word in here. You know, where so that was that was a bit of a challenge, and I was tired, so it was like didn't show up as my best self. Um, yeah, we all have those days, and last it's, week, and it's okay to have so <coughs> it's, it's okay to have those days as well. Like mm. you know, I think we can be a little bit hard on ourselves, but there's you know, it's okay to have yeah down days for our seventy fine. listeners. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to notice. No, They're not going to. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. Um, but yeah, but it's like when would you do it? When when can we do this podcast? And that's the that's the it's, there's no other time, is there? Really, it's this is a good time for us. Thursday nights we could do, Tuesday nights we can do. You know, although like I've we've gotten like I couldn't do it. Tisha's in a really good place right now, <laughs> where it's like she knows podcasts Fridays. She actually is like, oh, you got your podcast, sweet. I'm gonna watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, have a wine. That's it's like it's almost her night now. Yeah, it's nice, which is good because I'm have gone from a stage, well, you know this more than anyone, from a stage of got to get home to now it's like it's almost like I'm sweet to do this without you. Yeah, like Tisha has her rough nights where yeah. Billy's just a little prick. Yeah, it was a bit panicky. I, th- I remember when we first started this podcast, you were, you know, quite panicky about getting back. Yeah. And now and now it's become a norm, an expectation that is kind of expected and allowed now. It's not something that's a surprise or new. It's like okay, we've found a rhythm, and it's it's okay. I can I can I can figure it out. Yeah, or she can figure it out because you got a rhythm going on. Yeah, so it's good, and it's making me a lot less anxious about everything. Does Tisha listen to these episodes? No, <laughs> her mum does. Does she? Yeah. Hi, Talisha's mum, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. She's a councillor up in Cairns. So if yeah, you're nice. up in Cairns and you're listening, vote Kathy. She must She's be loving great. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I, we, we we don't really get to talk too much about it. Um, she's coming down in November for Billy's birthday, so we'll see her for five days over then. Um, so, but yeah, she. I think good feedback. I think she's loving it. Um, Thanks for watching, Kathy, or listening. Yeah. So I don't know what episode she's up to, but I haven't heard any bad feedback. So, but I'm a pretty open book too. Until even la- with until her. last week's. <laughs> what happened last week? Did I... No Holocaust. Joke. Oh, fucking it's Holocaust joke. If we can't joke about the Holocaust, James, in 2020, what can we joke about? <laughs> <laughs>
right? <laughs> we didn't do it. I didn't do it. No. I don't condone it. I'm just saying, like, it's a little shower joke. It's okay. It's okay. I get it. It's upsetting. Yes. Trauma, blah, blah, blah. But still, anyway, it's a joke. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, the future is going to be boring, hey? Like if we keep going down this road of PC, it's going to be really fucking boring. Yeah, what can you make fun of? I'm just wondering where the hell are we going with the world? Like what's it going to look like in 20 years' time? What, more civilised, more um, accepting? Are you worried about it being boring though? Like I was watching Friends the other night. I watch it every night to go to sleep. And I can't remember what it was. But I'm like, they couldn't make that joke anymore. Yeah. There's like jokes in there that they couldn't make. Yeah, it's like that um, movie where uh, Robert Downey Jr. does the blackface. What's that called? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. It's the army. They, they make a, an Not army Pineapple movie. Express, yeah. Uh, oh, man. You I know the one. You couldn't make that movie now. No, I didn't even realize it was Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Does. It was great makeup. It, was gr- it is great makeup. I've worn blackface before. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. I know Damo has. I went to a party. Damo. Mr. T? No, it was an S theme party, and Damo threw me a last minute invite. And I was like, what am I going to go as? And um, I was like, I'll just go as Stevie Wonder. I'll <laughs> throw on my Ray Bans. And I'll paint my black. I'll paint my face black. Ah <laughs> oh, man, that was an awkward Uber ride. <laughs> you just like, can't do that now. You can't. I couldn't do it then. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, "Whoa, you did it!" And it was so half-assed. But anyway, inappropriate. But yeah, you wouldn't do blackface. I know Damo and his twin brother did the um, the tennis players. <laughs> Serena, Serena. <laughs> Blackface <laughs> Oh man Oh dear We're going to get cancelled um, But here's the thing though Would you be upset if a um, I don't even know If I'm going to get in trouble for this But it, would you be upset if a black person Put white on their face Well they did White chicks Right White chicks could, oh. So could they still do white chicks I don't know Interesting. I don't find any offence to it, but here's the thing. Like we haven't been, we haven't been like abused for years and years and years. Like, yeah. So I it's know, pretty the, hard for it's us. It's a bit sensitive to some people. And Tropic Thunder is the name. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Like it would be, it would be hard. Like, you know, like people literally have slave names. Like, you know, their last name is their name from, what plantation they were on. So I could I can get like why it would be horrific. Anyway, let's not dig ourselves into further of the hole. Um, yeah. Look, it's as I said at the start of the podcast, we're all fucking humans mm-hmm. and let's just treat each other as humans and keep it equal that way. And I, No matter how you... And if you are a white girl, get onto white claw and get wasted. White girl wasted. <laughs> can you say white girl wasted? Well, we did. Are you allowed to say white claw? Like, I don't know. You know, how, when, where's the line though? I don't you know? know, man. It's going to be a hard time explaining this to my daughter. 
Our kids probably won't ever drive a car. They'll probably explain it to us. They probably will. Yeah. You know that your kids won't drive a car? More mine, than, more than mine likely. Will. Mine will. She drove a car the other day. I've got a video of it. She was steering. We had it in the front seat yeah. on a private property. He's up fucking Karen. Um, yeah, you, right. You know what I mean? Because by the time they're 18, that's obviously <clears throat> 18 years away or 17 for them. Will there be cars around? Yep. I'm tipping, yep. We won't advance that quickly. But the electric cars and the cars that we're making now can drive by themselves. So yeah. they're already making cars to drive by themselves in 2020. So you're right. telling me in nearly 20 years we won't have cars driving themselves around the streets and you won't even own a car. And what about this big reset where you don't own houses or cars or anything and you just there'll just be cars around, you jump in, they get instead of one person owning a car and it sits in your garage when you're not using it, there'll be a car that you will just be, you just jump in and it's always getting used because you're sharing. This is what they reckon is going to happen. You're going to share. Like Holland does with bikes. Kind of, yeah. So, or, or like the scooters and the bikes now where they're just around all the time and you can just pick them up and use them. Like you won't own cars. But the other, what happens if you want to drive in a nice car? Well, then, okay, well, here's the thing. You can, I feel like it's going to work. This is how I feel like it's going to work, mm, yeah, and yeah. it might not. <laughs> but you would you will buy subscriptions to things, yeah. So you can have whatever you can afford. So it'll be like I can afford a Toyota subscription, oh, yeah, and if yeah. I want a four wheel drive for the weekend, I can take my hatchback, which is electric. It's I'm commuting every day, and I want no petrol or whatever. And then I'll just on the weekend I'll just go get a four wheel drive for the weekend, and I'll come back and I'll get whatever car I need. You're just on a subscription, so it doesn't matter. And you're at a level. Yeah. And then you've got your BMW or Mercedes subscriptions, which are next level. Like it costs you X amount a year. So you just go and- if you get 30 days free. Hey? 30, the first 30 days free trial. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. It would be cool. And you could try it. I'll, I'll go a Bentley oh, today. Yeah, nice or a Lamborghini. No, there's none around. If you could, if there was, if there was, a, are you a car person? You're not a car person, are you? Yeah. yeah. If you could have any car in the world, yeah. any car, yeah. right, if I said, all right, Ash, I'm going to, I can make it happen. It's going to be in the car. When we go downstairs, it's going to be there. What car would you get? See, I'm pretty, I'm basic. I'd, I'd be more than happy with a Land Cruiser Ute. That is really basic. I know, um, but it would have to be like a three hundred series, like oh, chop down, yeah, top, like, like custom, wagon, custom the way you want it, yeah, yeah, wagon, like the new three hundred series yeah. into a U, like it'd, it'd have to be converted. But that would probably be my car. I think if I'm pretty, I would say I'm fairly the same. Yeah, I don't like too showy, but I would, I think I'd really like a Porsche. Yeah, the only reason why I want a four drive is because I want to go to Morden Island. But yeah, Porsches are nice. Just a nice Porsche, like a really nice Porsche, like the latest. Yeah. Um, don't know what colour I'd go. It'd probably just be it's a little bit understated. It's not too flashy, but it's still a nice car. It's not too flashy anymore, eh? No. Like a Lamborghini is like, I've got a small dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just fucking jealous. Yeah, own one. Yeah, that's probably more jealous. Uh, no Lambo owners would own would listen to this. No, they're too important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean self work? Self work. 
egotistical. Yeah. That kind of thing. But yeah. We're gonna have uh, at least one Lambo and get this shared. I feel like a Lambo is a very showy car. Oh yeah. It's a wanky car for sure. Yeah. That's what I meant by that. It's just very showy. Mm. Would I drive one? Probably not. I, I've always would I take one for a drive, yeah. But I wouldn't own one. Fuck that. I have always liked them. When I, I, do you remember micro machines when you were a kid? I'm younger than you. Yeah, we used to have these. <laughs> we, used to have, we used to have these micro machines, and you used to collect like these little cars. And they used like to like, matchbox cars. Little like matchbox, but micro. All oh, right. Like micro, probably did have them. Yeah, they're called micro machines, and they were like all the cars are about that big. Yeah. When I, I'm I'm talking like two centimeters big, and there was a whole you could collect all the sets and whatever. Yeah. Dad would have stood on them for sure, but yeah. Yeah, and they used to have a Lamborghini in when I was a kid. And the I'm ones like, that Home Alone puts underneath the Christmas tree. Maybe. And they slip on. I wonder if they still sell micro machines. They were huge hey, back in the day. you're having a little boy. I'm going to get him some. They were huge. Um, maybe they stopped making them because they're so micro small. Micro machines are huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, and they used to have a Lamborghinis, and that was my favorite car when I was a little kid. I'm like, oh, the fucking Lamborghinis are sick. Um, yeah. I used to love them. So th- this, there was a little part of me that would, look, if someone gave me a Lamborghini, I, I wouldn't say no. It's interesting that both of us didn't say like a Tesla mm. or an electronic car. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure Porsches will be electric. Or if they haven't, they've probably already got one. So it would be an electric Porsche. I'm sure they do. I don't know, man. I don't know. You're talking about getting rid of a fuel source, though. Getting rid of a fuel source is pretty hard. No, it's not because the fuel source is going. We're running out. Yeah, but there's ways to mine it and extract it from the air now. Have you seen this? What? Yeah. They can extract petrol from the air? Yeah, they extract. They can extract um, carbon dioxide yeah. from the air mm. and then they turn it into a fuel that can fuel all cars, all, well, that, all but motors. That, but that's not petrol, is it? They can still f- you can still fuel petrol with that. Like a, a petrol car, you can fuel with carbon? Yeah, everything. So is that adding to the pollution? Uh, or is it because you – how does that work? Well, probably, if anything, it would be removing the pollution because you'd be burning off some of the carbon dioxide that you got in the air. But what is, what is the exhaust? Isn't it more carbon? Well, it would be carbon, but you can't pour carbon in and get carbon out. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I drink this, mm. hypothetically say this is fuel, if I drink this, I'm not going to piss out the exact amount of this. No. My body uses – some of it, and it's the same with a car, same with a motor. So, so you're taking. More- you're not going to pour this out and pour, and then put more carbon in the air. So you probably it's probably a way of releasing carbon. But the other thing is too is that I don't think carbon's a bad guy in here. Everybody thinks that carbon's a bad, bad thing for the planet, but I don't think carbon dioxide. And I'm not a fucking scientist, so don't quote me on this. But I don't think carbon dioxide is that bad for the planet, as everybody thinks. Like if we got rid of all the carbon dioxide in the air, we'd be fucked. Well, the plants need it, don't they? Mm. The plants. plants. So apparently, plants have since there's been more carbon in the air since we've been polluting. There's actually more greenery. I heard. Yeah, I think plants grow more. So um, I learned about this at um, when I I learned about this a little bit doing electricity course because. I worked for a, a network of electricity providing network that has to go to some drug labs and stuff when they get busted 
and figure out how much electricity they're using. And um, but they pump carbon into the air of grow labs to increase the growth rate. Mm. Mm. What if you had um, you know how there's I don't know why I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking of carbon and environment and you know global climate change and things like that. What are you more scared of? How the world's going to end? What do you reckon is going to be? If you were to go, oh that that would be the worst way to go. What do you scare? Or, or what do you think is most likely to happen? You know, like meteor, virus, like I think I think meteors hitting is like my yeah. You know, like big, uh, D, is it Deep Impact? Is that the movie? Um, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that movie? Is it Deep Impact with Deep. Bruce Willis? Or was it Armageddon and one of those ones? Armageddon. Well, is it deep? Is it both? They, think, they were I both. Think, they were both comets coming to the Earth. Was it both Bruce Willis? <laughs> no, no. I think back in the day, they used to get it, and they goes to the mine, and they mine it. They're trying to mine the asteroid to break up the ice or whatever. Yeah. And they had, um, they had Aerosmith. Yeah, don't want to miss a thing. Great. Liv, was it Liv Tyler? Was in it as well? The chick. Yeah. I don't know. She was hot though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Liv Tyler. You know, Erwin um, out of Lord of the Rings. Don't know. You watched much Lord of the Rings? Yes. You enjoying it? Yes. It's actually it's actually alright, eh? Yes. What about House of the Dragon? You, you still keen on that? No. Oh, I am. I'm watching it because it's fucking Game of Thrones, right? Franchise. Yeah. But is it the time shift that's kind of thrown you off a little bit? No, I was pissed off with the time shift. I was like, they've changed the character. I really enjoyed watching the young Australian chick. Australian chick. I thought yeah. she was she was a really strong actress. Yeah, and then they're like. Changed it for some other chick, mm. and I was pissed off because they would never have done that in the old in the um, old Game of Thrones. Yeah. The other thing that's pissing me off with the Game of Thrones is they, um, by now, a main character would have been fucking brutally murdered in the old Game of Thrones. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, no, no. It's Ned Stark didn't get his head taken until the last episode of season one. Really? So they built up all these characters. It was all going really well. And then end of the season, Ned Stark got his head chopped off. And we're like, what the fuck? We've been watching Ned Stark the whole time and he's so, just been killed off. So you Where do they reckon, go from here? So you reckon that the um, the finale finale is going to be the chick getting her head cut off? Which chick? <laughs> the, the, new, the new version of the young, hot Australian chick. No. Because if you think about what's going on, have we ever seen – um, the Valerian House Valeria. We've never seen them before. Like with the black eyes, with the the white dreadlocks. Yeah, they've not been a house in Game of Thrones. So what happens to them? I don't know. Well, there's going to be a. Fucking well, they get bred out though. It's already been put in there that they're bred out. Has it? Yeah. Fuck. Spoiler alert. Sorry. When did they say they they've been bred out? Can we say this on the podcast? <laughs> I don't even know if it's true. Well, I don't know, but they have been like the. Let's just make speculations. This is not what's going on. This is we don't know the the, the truth from fiction. The house here. has been bred out, though. Well, we know that from watching the original Game of Thrones that they're not around anymore. No, but even now we can see it in the timeline <clears throat> because the the king's daughter, right, is married to the gay dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Massive spoiler alert. Anyway. Um, and so that's and so that, that you're saying that's ended that line that's ending that line and yeah. then the other um, the brother has married the black family's daughter 
So, but there's two chicks. There's two young, you know, from um, what's his name? The black um, chick with the white hair. Yeah, she just died. There's two, two giving, of her daughters. There's two of her daughters still going, so the bloodline still can go. And there's yeah, but a, the name doesn't go because the name doesn't go with the women. Maybe, but there's also, is there going to be a great battle between houses? And Probably, maybe. Well, it's, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? This is the exciting thing about Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones, right? We don't know what's going to happen. How many seasons are they going to be? Um, they've got a lot of time to feel. They started quite early in the um, House Targaryen rule, so there's plenty of time between then and Game of Thrones. Yeah. So Also, when's the wall coming in? Like, where's the Night's Watch, man? They talk about the Night's Watch. You do, I've heard. You've heard, heard one. It. Yeah, I've heard once. it. But I haven't. I heard, I haven't seen it. Do you know they're doing a Jon Snow um, prequel? Sorry, no, sequel. Oh, that could be cool. That could be fun. So they're doing a Jon Snow Beyond the Wall. Oh, I don't know if he's Beyond the Wall or whatever he's doing, but there's a Jon Snow pre, um, sequel to. Just be him out in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around. Like I was pretty upset that he didn't. Get the king? Yeah. Should have. The ending was so shit, wasn't it? They fucked it. They did. Oh, how's your whoop? Whoop, whoop. Let's talk about it real quick, and then let's 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 just say the whoop is gathering data. So you haven't used it. I was thinking about it the other day. If I'm going for a run, I want to see my heart rate. So I'd be wearing my Apple Watch, right? Yeah. Well, or, I wear both, or something similar—a device that I can see. Like at the moment, that's just gathering data. So you know, it how does, it, but it tells you after, not during. Mm. So it just doesn't have an interface because it's it's gathering more data than this. It does the, gather more data. But the interface is your phone. Yeah. So all the data is going to your phone and that's the interface. So instead of having the, the watch giving you all the data here, it gets more data, gives it to the phone, tracks everything. How, how do you feel? That's all right at the moment. Yeah. I, it, hasn't even, it, it takes a few weeks to gather the data and you can start fine-tuning things and work out. But it tells you when you, know, you should be going to sleep and if you've, re- if you've rested enough. Yeah, cool. And if you're going to perform well, like it gives you all these stats on, you know, your energy levels basically. Yeah. Which is why I got it. Mm-hmm. But then Alex made a joke the other day saying, you know, you're going to have a baby soon and all that shit's going to out the window. I was going to say, I have been thinking about a lot. I've heard you say a lot of things um, with your Kung Fu non-negotiables, James, <laughs> your non-negotiables. <laughs> and yeah. I've got to tell you. There's negotiables. The only non-negotiable is that you're going to show up for your kid. So I think that's something to be mindful of mm. going in. Yeah. Because <coughs> if Alex does need a hand, what's going to happen if she's like, well, I need a hand today, I'm really feeling struggling, but James has got his kung fu on. Well, the thing is my kung fu is when the baby's gone to sleep. Yeah. During the week, so the only one will, that will come into play will probably be Saturdays. Yeah, and if that happens, then I'll do it. Like it's, I know, I'll I know you, I'll I know you well enough to know that your non-negotiables are very negotiable when it comes to like <laughs> the kung fu and stuff. And it, like I know that that's what it'll be like. But I just some people don't know you. Mm. I guess mm. so. I thought I'd just bring it. I just had. I just thought about it. Yeah, and I'm like, well, it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not James. So I don't know if you wanted to rephrase it. In the future, I'll think about it. Mm. I don't know how that would play on Alex too, thinking about it. If she thinks, yeah, about being non-negotiable. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. 
Well, I hope she has some non-negotiables as well. Yeah. Like she wants to do things for her that she needs that makes her happy. I've definitely found that my non-negotiables are negotiable and Tisha's non-negotiables are probably negotiable, but I I make sure that she does them, mm. if that makes sense, mm. when she when she wants. Yeah, just like, sure, just like a, it's, it seems like as a guy, <clears throat> and this is only from like a small consensus, but as a guy, it's like, well, if the girl wants to do something, they can do it. But if the guy wants to do something, it's going to be okayed by the girl. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking weird and backwards. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's not backwards, but it's just so weird. It's like, yeah. And I feel like, if, I do feel, I feel like that as well from yeah. what I've witnessed is the dudes have to really ask permission, whereas the the females can just, they can do whatever they want. And we just have to be okay yeah. with it. I think, <clears throat> I think, <clears throat> Jesus, too many greens this week. I think it's because, I think maybe males are more adapted, more adaptable to it. I don't know. I, maybe, I feel like it's like the, the chicks are doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. And it's like, I will help you. Yeah. As much as I can. So if you need a time off, take it. I'm here. I'm going to support. I, I heard someone say this week that the job of a of a of a mother is to support the child, especially in the early early days, and the job of a man is to support the mother. Yeah, and that's what we're here to do: support yep. the mums, which I'm happy to do. Mm. I'm happy to do whatever I can do to support that. You know what does suck is. Um, the amount that your child will bond with the mum over, over you at this at the early stages. Yeah, because yeah. I heard it changes at about three or four. Yeah, they get really bad. Dad, all about dad, dad. Dad, 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 dad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Billy's pretty cute though. Like she showers with me every night, and um, some mornings, like when I'm in the shower, she'll come and bang on the door. Because she knows she's having a shower. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Must be cool. Yeah. Those little experiences. I'm looking forward to, to that. Yeah. It's a long way off. Yeah. But well, it's, it's worth it. I tell you what, it doesn't feel like a long way off. No. Every little thing that from when, as soon as your baby's born, every little thing that he or she does is pretty fucking cool. Mm. Pretty special. Mm. Like yeah. looks and, yeah. Start Giggles. Mm. Like. Yeah, yeah, and it's a really centering experience. The first day of your baby's life is just that's for me. It was like so centered. I was just so present mm. and really alive, and knew that I was on a rock in space, like spinning. You yeah, know? yeah. And yeah. Did, did you feel a little bit? Vulnerable? Um, a little, maybe a little, but not not too much, I guess. Um, I haven't, like, felt overwhelmed in a way. Like, you, I haven't you, felt... You over- haven't that? I haven't, no. I think, not, the, I think you, the, the mums will feel a little bit more overwhelmed than us. Definitely. Like, I've known friends of mine that have done it. Um, so one of my mates, he, as soon as his kids were born, was like, tears, like so emotional. Yeah, we've had these conversations and yeah, and I, I've, I also know mums that haven't had that instant connection as well. So Definitely. I think it's quite normal 
that mm. you may or may not have. There's a spectrum, right? I think Alan said this as well. There's a spectrum of where where that happens. And I guess it's depending how you feel on the day as well, like where your emotions are on the day, how you're feeling in life, like all these different things will come into play. Yeah. I feel like I'm just going to be attached right away. I'm already attached. I see the little pictures of the little baby. I'm like, that's my baby. Yeah. I'm like, Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Have you got a go bag ready? No. Like your work sorted? Work's done. It's it's Christmas time. I'm I'm off. I've already I've, I've Oh yeah, you can have a Jesus baby. The other thing is too is Alex will more than likely go over her due date by 2 weeks. Maybe. So. But I've heard them come early as well. Yeah. But the first one's usually usually over. Yeah. 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 Um it's going to yeah. be fun times, man. Yeah, fun times. Well, we strap yourself in, everyone, because I will be sharing the journey as well. Mm. Mm. GoPro? You need to borrow the GoPro? No, I'm not going to fucking do that. I did it. I don't even want to see I don't even potentially want to see it. It's funny, she, um, Alex got this little uh, bag from the obstetrician, like a little, like, because we're going private. It's like, oh, you get this cool little bag. And Alex made it like, so this is what our money buys us. Um, but there's like this little mirror in there. And I'm like... <laughs> Is that just to see if everything's all right? Yep. Probably. It is. 100%. Probably. Anyway, it's, it's been, been fun um, times. Yeah. The weird thing is how much well, we were left alone a lot, like how much does like, natu- nature happen? Mm. I'm like, fuck, okay. right? But we were pretty well, uh, well prepared too. So as soon as we like sort of identified that we're like hypno, like we're, like we're hypnobirthers, we've done, we've got a birth plan, we know what we're doing. With our birth plan and whatever, like felt like there was very little um, medical intervention. Mm, that's so awesome that you managed to do that. I From think, yeah. yeah, I can I can sense Alex's trepidation or anxiety around even what it's going to do to her body. I yeah, I, I think we talked about this. I asked her what her fears were, and she's like, "I'm worried about my body and what it's going to do to my body. The whole that whole healing process and the impact it's going to have on that, like." I feel really, you know, I do feel for her that that's um, she's got to go through that. So. Yeah, I don't think she'll be. I think she'll be fine. Breastfeeding, yeah, you, yeah. breastfeeding rips the weight off. She's still tiny too. Mm. Like she hasn't stacked on any weight. No, but um, but yeah, man, the body must be hard. So. Yeah, it must be hard on the body. So, I, but I'm gonna, you know, I just want to support her as best I can through that process. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we should probably um, wrap, Let's wrap it up. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, yeah, yeah, we shall see you next week. Ep- next episode. Uh, who are we got on next week? Oh, we got Lissy Abrams coming on. Who? Lissy Abrams. She's um, wrote written a book on co-parenting. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah. should be fucking awesome. I can't wait to get her in here. Yeah, maybe she, she can help us with her finances. She's no, I don't think this is what she does, but she's amazing. Yeah, she's an amazing guest. So. Tune in next week. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, guys. See ya.